Hashtag Hakeen and Take 15 is brought to you by Vail, because I cannot wait to go skiing. What's up, peeps? In this Hey Keenan, I dropped some crazy wisdom on what's the most difficult product to sell and how much time should you spend prospecting? And of course, the biggest question of all, how do I stay so good looking? What is up? It's Keenan here for take 15 of Hey Keenan. Hashtag Hey Keenan. Will you shout out? I shout back. Excited. Love doing these. Haven't been doing them enough. Got to get better at it. But we're here now answering your questions now. We got a little meerkat going on. We got a little live action coming in. So if people come with live questions, I'm begging someone to give me a live question to trip me up, to, to get me off my game. I'm begging for it, meerkat people. So let's see what someone comes up with. Um, but uh, what's the talk about before we get the show started? My Patriots are kicking butts. So that's an easy one. Uh, oh, you wouldn't know it by, by Colorado weather, which is bumming me out. But ski season is on its way. And those of you who know me know how much I love my ski season. It's therapeutic. So I think there's 40 days left until Vail opens. Oh, cannot wait. We are going to do, I promise you, as God is my witness, we are going to do a Hey Keenan from the snow. I'm going to try to do a word from the snow, so stay with us on that. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be a big year, so just let it snow, let it snow, let it snow, even though it's freaking 75 degrees outside. God dang it. So, uh, other than that, I think we should just jump into the take. Uh, all right, Keek, how are you doing today, Keek? I'm good. I'm good. It's Friday. My first birthday weekend, I'm doing two, so oh. it's going to be a good one. <laughs> <laughs> what, is it with, what is it with chicks? Girls always have birth weeks, uh -huh. right? Chicks have birth weeks. Dudes are like, it's my birthday, okay, it's overdone. Chicks have like birth weeks, birth weekends. Birth, I mean, it's, I guess it's more of that. Birthday weekend, birthday yeah. weekend, and then the post-birthday weekend. Oh, my gosh. Chicks, princess mentality. Right, right. All about the princess. Oh, my God. Well, happy birthday, Keek Early. Thanks. Yes, yes, yes. What are you doing next weekend? Next weekend, my awesome boss has, is given the connect. Um, actually, Max is going up this weekend. Hello. So he offered um, a weekend stay at his Vail condo, which is like from the picture, it's going to be amazing. I'm excited. What a good boss. What a good boss. All right. All right. So let's jump into the take. What is our first shout? First shout out is from Mr. Miles Austin, and he asks, Keenan, how do you stay so good looking? <laughs> Let me think about that and send you something. <laughs> yeah, Miles Austin. What I'm, I'm sensing a little hater going on here. <laughs> I, I know you're happily married. You need to stay that way because you'll have to compete with me. Look at this, baby. I mean, really. I know I'm 40. How 47? 47 be 48 in April. You know, how, how do you quantify beauty? How, how do you let someone know that they just keep it? It's just, you know, what do they say? Beauty is in the eye of a beholder. I voted. I'm good looking. 
That's all there is to it. <laughs> I got to give my mom props. I got to give my dad props. See, I'm not born in 1968, so I'm one of the early mixed kids. You know how mixed kids, we look good when we come together. Mixed kids are the, that's, mixed kids put it together right. So that's how I profit. I got mixed kids, I got good genes. Get mom and pops credit for genes. And I, you know, it's just, it's my gift. It's my gift. So next time I see you, Miles, I'll give you a hug, I'll give you a kiss, and I'll let you stand next to me. Maybe some of it will rub off on you, baby, huh? All right? I'll give these big pearly whites a big, big smile, I'll give you a little kiss. <laughs> Miles, baby, I love you. Thanks for the question, my man. All right, what do we got next? We got to have a real one. We got to have a good one in here. Okay. It's tough being beautiful. So, I'm going to keep that name. Oh, Keek, I mean, Keek, you, you, you know, what's it like working for a boss who's so good looking? I mean, that's got to be hard. Well, you got to step it up every day. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. <laughs> she had a chance to take a dig on me. She didn't take it. I know. She, I'm the nice one in the group. Don't ask me. Come on, Max. <laughs> Max doesn't like bringing his girlfriend around. Oh, Max, yeah. He, yeah, he doesn't like even bringing his girlfriend around when I'm around. She yeah. fawns. Oh, is that it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here you go, right? Exactly. <laughs> So, we have a question from Mr. Sean Williams. Hello, Sean. He asks, in your sales experience, what's the hard, hardest product you've sold, and what is the hardest product to sell in general? All right, Sean. This is a trick question. And I bet you didn't think it was a trick question. Yes, okay. In the general speaking sense, there are more difficult products to sell than other difficult products to sell. To directly answer your question, I've never had a hard product to sell. I won't take a job, or I own gig now, but I wouldn't take a job back in the day with a product that didn't have a high value proposition. That was one of the things that I had to evaluate when I sat with a company is, tell me why this fits in the marketplace. Tell me who your competitors are. Tell me why people buy this in the first place. Talk to me about the market. Is it shrinking or growing? Why do people use this? How does it affect their business? I wanted to understand that what you were selling or the companies that I was work, would work for was selling had value in the marketplace. So I wouldn't take a job with a, with a company that offered something that didn't have value. So that, that's the first thing. The second thing is, if a product doesn't have value, then it doesn't matter if you're a good or bad salesperson. This isn't a value. You can't sell something without value. That's Again, that's conning, right? So I've been lucky enough not to have to sell a hard product. I, I went with companies and, and made good decisions. But outside of that, another way to look at this is it's only a difficult product to sell if you're selling it to the wrong people. Let me say that again. It's only a difficult product to sell if you're selling it to the wrong people. The objective of selling something is understanding its complete value proposition in business terms to who you're selling it to. What is the impact and value of what they get for buying it? And you want to find those people. So the only thing that could make a product hard to find is if you had a really small target market. But then you should know who those people are. And your value proposition should be pretty huge to them. And if it's not, then you've got a crappy product and get out, get rid of it. But if you know the value of what you sell and you understand the impact it'll have on their business or the impact it will have on them and how it'll change their current state to a powerful future state, then it shouldn't be hard to sell. Because you should clearly be able to articulate, hey, I know you're here today, 
but with our product or service, you can be here tomorrow, and then it's a far better place to be. Like freaking the yellow brick road, man. It's a far better place to be, the land of Oz. It's so much better than where you are today. And if you can do that, it's an easy product to sell. It's really that simple. So it's a misnomer, this hard products and easy products. Now look, I get it. Here's a perfect example of that. Office products. Okay, paper is paper. So maybe I need to concede on that one. But even then, it's probably gonna be on price. There's, there's a reason that one company is in business and why people buy from one person to another, from another person, even if something is commoditized as paper or freaking office supplies. You just have to know what that difference is and what is the motivation behind those people to sell that. And the selling isn't as hard as you think. So there it is. Don't get caught up in hard product, easy product. Get caught up more in value proposition or no value proposition positive return, negative return, get focused on those things. And that'll tell you where you are and what is hard and what is simple. No value proposition, really, really, really hard. Huge value proposition, pretty easy. And it's simple as that. So, all right. Next, next, next shout. Our next shout comes from the ever famous Anthony Hanarino, creator and author of the sales blog. Um, Hey, Keenan, Anthony and Reno. I am here in uh, Starbucks in Amsterdam doing a little work. And I know you are on a plane, but when you get home, you've got to shoot Hey, Keenan. So how much time should a salesperson spend prospecting? And what do they need to do to make sure that they carve out that time and that they succeed in creating new opportunities? What you got, brother? Anthony, my man, you know I love you. You're more follically challenged than I am, so that's reason enough to love you, right? <laughs> Amen. Great question. Thanks for participating. Those of you who don't know Anthony Ian Narino and you're in sales, you need to. He makes an, uh, has an amazing blog called The Sales Blog. Go check it out. Anthony's the man. He's smart. He's quick. He's, he's, he's a genius, man. So I love him. Good friend. Proud to call him a friend. So he asked a great question. How much time spend prospecting? Look, prospecting is critical. It's actually one of the few parts of sales that allows you to have a forward look into your pipeline. Prospecting is a leading indicator, not a trailing indicator. The more stuff you have in your pipeline, the more stuff you put in your pipeline, the higher probability you will make your quota, that you'll make your number. So it is absolutely critical that you, that you prospect. So here's the first question. You should always be prospecting. Unequivocally, always. How do you, Anthony asks, how do you find the time? You simply make it a priority. You block everything out of your calendar. You put time in your calendar to make those calls, to send out those emails, whether it's one hour a day or two hours a day or three hours a day, it's up to you. But you block it out on your calendar like it's a regular appointment. You create a process that allows you to know who to call, when to call. Your CRM better be your best freaking friend. It better be loaded with tasks and loaded with information that says, oh, I've got 13 follow-up calls to make. I've got 22 emails to send out to get back to all of those people on the prospecting side. Forget about the sales side and moving it through the cycle just the prospecting. You should be prospecting every single day. Every day unequivocally. So now here's the real big question of that everyday prospecting. How much time? Well that depends on how big your pipeline is and where you are to quota. Look, one of the things that salespeople do is they have these big sweeps. They close a bunch of stuff and there's nothing left in their pipeline so they spend all this time filling the pipeline and then they come back up and boom, they make a bunch of sales and they come down, they have to fill their pipeline again and it looks like this up and down graph. You, you gotta get more stability in there. So the way you do that is you gotta find out, take a look at your pipeline and say, how much do I have in here? How much more do I need? And if you've got tons in there, okay, you can slow down a little, you just don't stop. 
But as it shrinks and as you close stuff, you increase it. Look at it as, as like having a pole between two things. As you push on one, the other one goes the other way, and you push, it comes back. Try to keep a healthy relationship between how much you have in your pipeline and how much you're going to add. Don't close everything out and then run and add more and not focus on closing deals and then focus on closing deals. Don't do that. Create a healthy balance. So if you've got bunch of stuff in there, then maybe you only prospect every day for an hour a day. If you get nothing in there, then you prospect every day for four hours a day. You got to find the ratio and relationship that works for you based on how much time it takes you to find new prospects, get them into the pipeline and make it happen. But the one thing you got to remember, always be prospecting. Every single day, you should be prospecting for at least some period of time. Because if you're not, I promise you, you will get behind the eight ball. Number two, Build a system, put it in your calendar, make sure your CRM is packed with tasks, follow-up tasks. I mean, Max, I talk to you about this all the time. Yeah. You're getting better at this, but make sure there's always, every day, people you're supposed to call to get into your account, do a discovery call, to do a demo, to have an uh, informational conversation every single day. That's the answer. Every day should be prospecting. It all depends on how much you have in your pipeline if you do all day, half a day, quarter of a day, whatever. But that's pretty simple. Without prospecting, you've got nothing. And I promise you that at the end of the day, you will run out of deals if you don't stay on top of prospecting. And that's when salespeople get in trouble. You better have to focus on the prospecting rather than on closing. I know I said it, but focus on prospecting, not on closing. So there you have it. Oh, is that two questions or three? All right, all right, this was a good one. This was a good one. Feel a little fight up and drinking my Red Bull a little, little fast today. Um, I think we're good. What do you think? I think we, uh, we nailed it. You think we nailed it? Max, what do you feel? How are you feeling? Feeling pretty good. Poor Max has been sick. That's Poor guy. Prospecting too hard. Well, that's not good. He got sick from prospecting too hard before he closed a bunch of deals. Although he did sign a contract today. Got to give Max credit. One on the way. Oh, see, Max is still a rookie salesperson. He talks so much about what he's got coming or what's almost here. Oh, my goodness gracious. But he got one hard sign, so congratulations, Mark. Well done. I mean, <laughs> Mark. <laughs> Max, well done, buddy. All right, so folks, thanks for watching Akeen, and until next time, peace. I'm out. You shout out, I shout back. My take on your questions, you got them, you ask them. Hit me up, hashtag Hey Keenan. we'll rock it out. Until next time, peace, I'm out.